slap if you had a choice? Who would I slap if I had a choice? Oh, Neve, this if is the you, best question you've ever asked. I know, Where who was, would I mean, oh my God, 23 weeks and here we are. I'm hopeful that I, this table between us means you're not me. I always think that the the celeb that you get annoyed at most is mm-hmm. the one that disappoints you. Yeah. Most. Because you have a very high oh, yeah. expectation oh, of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, who, I, there was one person I interviewed on Fascinated that was an absolute wagon. <gasps> now, I won't say her name. Yeah. I mean, I'll say it in the bonus material. Yeah. If you want to subscribe five euro a month, <laughs> we'd love to have you in our bonus subscribers and we'll tell you which Nolan sister it was. <laughs> Leave that there. Leave that there. Do not speak. <laughs> but I think the people that disappoint you are... You are know, always the ones. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, always. You, especially if you're excited about meeting them. Oh, Yeah. And Completely. imagine you get them on an off day, like when maybe their screenplay isn't accepted. <laughs> you know what? If, what happens if you get them that day? Look, these things happen. <laughs> these things happen. It's, you have to put up paint on the showbiz face. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually, I think it would be J.K. Rowling. Actually, is it because you were were you a Harry, Harry Potter? No. I totally okay. wasn't. But do you know what bothers me about that situation? Is she's just hopping into something, and you're like, you just have no idea of the effect that you're having. Yeah, well, here's, this comes back to my conversation earlier. I really think as if you are well known, you have a responsibility to really think about what you say. And it's not always easy to do it. I, yeah. You know, it isn't. It isn't. And people sometimes take things out of context. That happens Completely. an awful lot. I do that an awful lot. An yeah. awful <laughs> lot. Yes, I'm forever you do. It. <laughs> and, and also the other the other traumatic thing, I don't know if you come across this, where you can't tell tone from a text. <laughs> you know, that sort God, of thing. Yes. So that's a whole story we should do sometime about the fact that people are all up on your grill all of a sudden because you they haven't yeah. quite, they've read it in a different way than you've written it. I Well, I have a rule that my, I have to err on the side of caution there. Yeah. Because I always have an impulse reaction. And <laughs> do you know, uh, do you know what I do, right? <gasps> what do you do? This is my rule. When I get something like that, yeah. I write the response, <gasps> but I write it in notepads. Okay, good. And then I leave it there. And then I set the clock for 10 hours. 10 hours? 10 hours. Does it take that long? Yeah. It, well, it's, it comes from a rule of stand-up, right? It's, it was this thing that Sarah Millican did. It's called Millican's Law. And if you die on your ass at a gig, you give yourself 12 hours. Of feeling sorry hours. about yourself. feeling sorry about yourself. And then at 12 hours, it's like, stop, have to let it go now, because otherwise it'll just get in your head. And I do that with texts. Okay, well, actually, that's really clever. And and I have a similar law, actually. I kind of, I don't watch myself live on TV or do anything. You know, I don't want to, I, I don't read any of my things as in, I, I don't necessarily want reviews of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because I have to decide whether I, what I've done is right or wrong. And, yeah. and to so be fair, good, everybody happy. has an opinion. And, you know, so in a way, you know, instinctively, even if you might try and, Bluff your way out of it if something hasn't been quite right. You know it. You know it inside. It's not necessary for somebody to come into your face and go, that was shit. You know? <laughs> it's not necessary for someone to come but up so, and say. But, they, but those people just think they're helping Yeah, me. they are assisting. You'll, you'll do it better the next time if I scream at you on the street. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know, you know, I'm very gracious to these people, but I just file that under. Uh, and actually, yeah, I've I also, seen you take criticism yeah, very well. And I I've do. always been. Amazed. Horrified. <laughs> no, I do, I do, because actually I file that into, do I need to worry about that? Do I not? Yeah, and yeah. and I do it very quickly now. It used to be a, lo- a longer <laughs> a longer thing. <laughs> Nowadays it's like, yeah, that's nice, thanks. <laughs> Filed under. That's not. It's done. I have only so much room in my head to keep things. I'm going to keep the nice, shiny things. Thank you. So when you, <laughs> if you get the nasty text, yeah. what's the, what's the... 
Oh, I take a step back. I take a step back. I think about context. I think about what's coming. And then I, I'm, as you said last week, I'm, I'm very good at manipulating. <laughs> I, I find a response that says enough of what I need to say in it, but not necessarily directly. Okay. So I, th- I take the higher ground a lot, but quite often it's very subversively nasty. <laughs> yeah, I always say that I take the higher ground. Mm. And the higher ground is that I don't respond to, <laughs> like, I don't respond to well, what I think they said. <laughs> yes. But I literally bitch to every single mutual friend. <laughs> <laughs> like people that vaguely know them. It's I'll get on the phone. I know. It's really hard not to kind of respond inside. But I do like, take the moral high. I call that the moral high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In other words, you won't know, but everybody else around everybody us else, will know we're at odds. Everybody else knows. I know. <laughs> 